I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Next is now. Well, as you know, we like to celebrate uh, when we actually see regulation dip down just a little bit, making life just a little easier, getting government, uh, whether that's national or local, uh, a little less involved in your life and your business and uh, all of those other things. And today we wanted to focus on some of the things around the house or building a home. And uh, if you've ever had that experience or gone through that process of of having uh, a city or a, uh, a group, you know, stop you from painting your front door <laughs> or stop you from building a house of a certain size, uh, all of those kinds of things. Uh, Representative Paul Ray had one of those great achievements uh, with a bill passed to uh, prohibit some of those regulations. And he joins us on the line now. Representative Ray, thanks for joining us today. Boyd, thanks for having me. So tell us just a give us just a little bit of the backstory. How this bill came about? Uh, what was it that got it in front of you and on your radar and agenda uh, to actually get something passed to to reduce some of those regulatory burdens? Well, Boyd, I spent uh, over twenty years in finance, uh, in banking, uh, construction lending, commercial lending, home mortgage lending. So a very very good background. And then I I work as the CEO for the Home Builders Association. So I put on the parade of homes. And those types of things. So very involved in the home building side of things as far as regulation. And I was back in D.C. I was asked to come work on a roundtable with uh, Ben Carson uh, that uh, President Trump had put together on on decreasing regulation and, and housing affordability. And so in meetings in D.C., we talked about a lot of these things. And I threw some of these ideas out. And Secretary Carson really liked them. So I came back and, and drafted legislation. Oh, that's great. And uh, I know some of the things that uh, were previously allowed to be regulated in, included all kinds of things, including, you know, it wasn't just the structural things. It was like color and the material, the style of the roof or the porch, uh, kind of the ornamentation design stuff. Uh, so what is it that you were able to, to narrow down and, and shift in, in terms of that regulation? So uh, really a lot of the architectural design, if it's really not related to health or public or, or safety, mm. uh, we took it away. So they can't tell you what color. You know, they can't tell you that you have to use brick or rock or that you can't use siding or you can't use stucco, the pitch of the roof, how many rooms you can have, what your square footage size is, where the doors and windows have to be placed. We took all that stuff away. Yeah, and uh, in, in just in time, uh, we're, obviously we have a a, a real uh, dearth of of homes here in the state of Utah. We need we need more building to happen. We need those things to uh, to get picked up. And so, what are you seeing again from your perch, having watched this over the years and being involved in this industry? 
what are you seeing now, and uh, what do you expect to see uh, moving forward? You know, for instance, the, the average home price, new home price, is about $397,000. And out of that, and this is a study that was just released on May 5th from the National Association of Home Builders, $93,870 of that is government regulation. Mm. About $41,000 is during the development phase with impact fees and and uh, development costs that, that are regulated. 52500 is during the building phase when they require brick and rock and pitches on roof. And so one of the things we're hoping to see, Boyd, is, is a decrease in cost of build to make things more affordable for people by getting rid of a lot of this regulation. Wow. So that's that's nearly, what, 25% of the cost of your home is tied exactly. up. Exactly. Just about 25% of that cost is government regulation. Wow. That's a that's a big number. If we could re- even reduce that uh, slightly, that would make a big difference, for, especially for a lot of the uh, first-time home buyers. You know, that's the key. If you, I, I've got young kids who are trying to buy a house right now. I've, I've got a son who's moving to Logan to teach high school, and he can't, find a, can't afford a house, let alone find a house up there. And that's what I'm hoping is because we're forcing our kids to move, move out of the state in some instances. And the hope is, is we, for economic development, we have to have housing. And it has to be affordable, especially for the kids coming out of college. Yeah, so important. And uh, if you look at the flip side of that, of course, there's some are saying, well, you know, having the government control some of these things, quality assurance, you know, keeping the neighborhood nice. Uh, you know, I don't want my neighbor to have a purple door or, you know, or maybe it's a BYU-Utah thing. Maybe it's a, you know, they don't, they don't want the red door or the blue door as, as a signal there. Uh, what is the right balance there? What What should be the proper role of government in all of this? You know, I think the proper role of government, really, it's not the government's job to drive prices and protect the value of your house. That, you know, that, that's where the markets play in. You know, the government's job is to make sure that housing is available and, and the, the regulation doesn't stop people from being able to, to build or afford a house. And, you know, for government to come in and say, you have to do all this so your neighbor's value stays up, that's not their role. You can do that through CCNRs and development. You know, there, there's different ways to do that. And the nice thing is by doing a CCNR and doing a development agreement, a builder can usually get higher density so they can go smaller lots. For instance, you know, you have cities that require a one-acre lot. You know, I'm not sure why. Um, we're in a housing shortage right now, so it would be a lot more cost-effective for a city to go quarter-acre lots. So, you know, But those things can be done in a development agreement. But if I just want to build a house out in the country somewhere and they tell me that I can't make it look like a farmhouse, which I got a call on from Syracuse, the lady out in Syracuse, that's not the government's role. Oh, that's fascinating. So they're, they're they're telling her that she can't have a house that looks like a farmhouse, even though she's building it. Yeah, they don't like out the on the farm board and a couple of other things that are on it. So they're telling her you can't build the house. So she's like, okay, I'll wait till your bill passes and then I'll build my house. Wow, uh, that is fascinating. <laughs> uh, and and again, just another one of those examples of uh, when we continue to expand the the scope of government. Uh, sometimes we think, well, that doesn't really impact me. Uh, but this does this impacts all of us. Uh, if we're looking at uh, again, whether it's for you or whether it's for your children, if if twenty five percent of the cost of a home uh, is connected directly to government regulation, uh, that will, as as uh, as you said, uh, Representative Ray, that will drive our our kids uh, uh, far away uh, into places uh, where they can actually afford something. Exactly, and unfortunately, that far away place right now is out of state uh, for the most part. You know, you've got some of the rural areas that there's no jobs. Mm. So we're actually forcing them to move out of state in order to be able to afford a house and have the American dream. Yeah. 
Well, this is a this is a conversation we're going to continue to have as we look at the the housing uh, market here in the state of Utah. Big challenge right now, uh, but this is one of those things where we can reduce the size and scope of government, reduce uh, the impact of government in our lives. And uh, Representative Paul Ray, we appreciate you uh, getting that bill passed and uh, something that will help us uh, with those costs of of home uh, ownership uh, here in the state of Utah. Sounds great. Thank you. And part two is coming next year. Okay. Sounds good. That, that sounds like we have a sequel coming uh, from Representative Ray. That's awesome. Uh, we will watch for that and uh, we will check that out as, as we get into the next session. Uh, and again, all of this is, is not to say there isn't a proper role for government on some of these things. Of course there is. Uh, but making sure it's it's the right level and the right place, doing the right things. It's when government gets outside that scope, that costs go up, uh, that it becomes burdensome, and remember, the people that it often hurts the most are the people who can least afford it. Uh, it's the people that are that are facing poverty, that are facing homelessness, that are uh, having struggle with with uh, poverty or income. And uh, these are the kinds of things that if we can get this kind of government out of the way, uh, government can do what it is supposed to do, narrow and defined. Uh, and that's a good place. And let's keep it there. And so this is a uh, great bill, again, passed by Representative Paul Ray. And uh, as he hinted there, you heard it here first, uh, there is more to come. Part two coming in the uh, next legislative session. We'll keep our eye on that from Representative Ray. All right, we're going to go ahead and step aside for bottom of the hour break. A lot of sports news breaking, so we're going to go to our inside source. Alex Keery is going to join us coming up next. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.